Hey there, and welcome to the Two Mom Life Podcast, a show for moms like us balancing it all and ready to live an inspired and full life. Everybody, welcome. I'm your host, Jody Freed, mom of four, Jewish community professional, and mother's empowerment coach. Motherhood is a journey, and on this podcast, inspired by Jewish thought, you will learn from other moms, receive practical advice, and loads of inspiration. Motherhood is messy and certainly not perfect. So here is to mom life, to finding your way, to finding perfect moments. Here is to you. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Two Mom Life podcast. I am thrilled about today's episode where I sit down with Jamie Feet, who talks cooking kosher and gluten-free. Now, I wanted to air this episode now as we're coming up to Thanksgiving and Hanukkah and all the holidays because I think we are all looking for healthy, delicious menu items to add to our meals. So there's no better time than now to listen up. Even if you're not gluten-free, Jamie gives some fantastic tips and tricks around healthy eating and incorporating great, great foods into your life. She also offers an incredible free gift, which is 30 days of dinners, which includes the shopping lists, and the recipes, and the daily calendar breakdown of what to serve when um, for these gluten-free meals. So it's absolutely an amazing resource. You can have everything just laid out for you, and you can pick and choose what to put on your table and what not to. So I thought that this is just so fantastic to give to all of you right now as we're coming up to this food-heavy time of year. And so many families now are dealing with, you know, family members with different intolerances or allergies or needs in their meals. And so um, Jamie is going to help us all and hopefully shed some light that'll make life a little easier, a tad healthier um, for all of you out there. So thanks for tuning in. And without any further ado, here is Jamie. Hi, everybody, and welcome back. I'm so excited to be here today with Jamie Feet of Jamie Feet Nutrition, and she is going to give us some amazing tips for being kosher and gluten-free. A lot of moms these days are dealing with that or working with children who are gluten-free or have just dietary restrictions. So Jamie, I'm going to turn it over to you. Please introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do. Hi, everybody. My name is Jamie Fight. I am a dietitian for over 20 years. I am a mom of four girls, and I live in a modern Orthodox community in White Plains, New York. About a year and a half ago, started an online business to teach busy Jewish moms how to prepare healthy, gluten-free food that is kosher, that tastes good, that your whole family will like. Wow, that's amazing. I'm so excited to talk to you because I can always use new tips and recipes. And um, that's, that's just great. And as I said, a lot of moms these days are dealing with the gluten-free dilemma. So tell us about that and tell us a little bit more about what got you to focus on this area. 
I, like I said, I've been a dietitian for over 20 years. I used to specialize in diabetes. I worked at the Mount Sinai Diabetes Center until I had my first child. And then I did part-time work always in a setting with, you know, autoimmune related diseases like diabetes or even cholesterol or things like that. So a couple of years ago, after many years of undiagnosed medical challenges, my youngest daughter got diagnosed with celiac disease. Oh, wow. And for me, it was shocking and like life-changing for the family. And even as a health professional, like I am clearly trained on how to deal with celiac disease. I can tell my patients all day long how to eat it. But I realized very quickly when I was trying to manage cooking for her as well as my husband and my other three kids, I realized it was not as easy as I was thinking it would be when I would educate people on how to be gluten-free. So I decided at that point that I was going to quit my job and open this online business because if it's hard for me to run a gluten-free household that's kosher that all my family will eat and I'm trained it has to be like five times as hard for someone who's not trained to do it when they have to and I felt that it's so important to raise healthy kids with healthy habits like all my kids because I model healthy food for them the ones that were picky and the ones that were not um, all my kids are healthy eaters. All my kids love healthy food and my whole house is gluten-free. just felt like I have a duty to my profession to teach other moms how to do that, that are struggling with that issue. Wow. That's incredible. And I'm so curious to know more about your definition of being a healthy eater. Like, what does that mean for kids these days? I know I have some picky eaters at home, but like, and so, you know, tell us more about what that means and okay. maybe how to help our kids be healthy eaters. I'm going to start describing that answer to that question by a quick story. My oldest daughter is 18 and a half. She's in Israel studying for the year. And I have to tell you, when she was little, when she was two or three, she was the pickiest eater in the entire world. She only ate food that was white. She wouldn't eat anything with a texture. She wouldn't eat anything with a crust. She wouldn't eat anything that made her mouth feel like anything. I have to tell you, I would peel off all the skin and just give her the inside of the chicken and things like that. And after years of modeling healthy food in the house, she's now in Israel studying for the year in a program where they have an apartment and they have to cook for themselves. And she is WhatsApping me every single day, like send me a recipe for salmon, send me a recipe for lentil soup, we want some more fiber in our diet. And she's like the healthiest eater. So I promise you, for all your picky kids and for all your kids that don't eat, they will grow out of it if you model for them and you continue on a consistent basis to model for them healthy habits in your house. Wow. And like, just give us a picture. How long does it take? Like, how many years does it okay. take for that transformation in a child? It depends on the kid, but the, I would say like a good analogy would be if I told you, you know, four years ago, go have a kale salad. Kale salad, what's a kale salad? But today you go in the store and like everywhere you go, they have kale yeah. salad. So yeah. it's just a matter of how often you see it. It takes a kid about 30 times of trying something before they're willing to eat it. So like if, for example, if you're giving your kid that's picky, just, you know, sandwich without the crust and, you know, white pasta, whatever, 
when you serve it to them, put on the table also a bowl of vegetables, a bowl of fruit, a something with the, you know, sweet potato, something, and keep doing it. Like every single day, keep doing it and keep doing it. After they see it 30 times, they are willing usually to try it. But right. if you continue to eat it, they'll see you eating it and then they'll want to try it. But it okay. works. I promise you it works. She didn't become healthy at 18. I'm saying she became healthier along the way. She started, right. you know, in middle school, taking lunch to school, whatever. But I'm saying now as an independent, yeah. 18 and a half year old in her own apartment, from years of me modeling, even though she was like the pickiest kid in the world, she has healthy habits. And she has owned that. Like she cooks healthy food for herself now. How beautiful is that? And it's so, sometimes it's so hard because we don't see the fruits of our labors right away. Of course, parenting is like the epitome of that, you know, like patience and not instant gratification. And so that's really great just to hear that from you, the professional, and to know that, you know, it does pay off down the line and yeah. just, so keep at it, everybody. <laughs> um, so give us a few tricks and tips for those moms who are, who either are gluten-free themselves or who have children who are gluten-free, who have celiac. Or a lot of people, I think these days, don't have celiac, but are still adhering to gluten-free diets. So I know that there is a, a pretty marked difference in the way Do that you one has to. you know to. the difference? I don't. There are three reasons why you would absolutely have to be gluten-free, um, which is one, you have celiac disease, two, you have a gluten allergy, where the symptoms are not like damaging to your intestines like celiac disease, but you have allergy symptoms like, you know, runny nose, stuffy, you know, eyes, okay. things like that, because you have an allergy to gluten, or there is a big significant number of people who are gluten insensitive, meaning that they feel better from not eating gluten, but their intestines are not actually damaged. Hmm. Those are the only reasons people should be avoiding gluten. If you're avoiding gluten for a weight loss tactic, it's not really a weight loss tactic because the gluten-free products are a little bit higher in calorie if you're buying any processed products and they're much more expensive. So if you were doing it for a weight loss, it's really like you would just be doing like a plant-based or clean diet, just avoiding, you know, carbohydrates and things that have gluten all together. Mm. There are foods like oats that you say that are actually naturally gluten-free. The problem with oats is a problem of cross-contamination. So when they grow the oats in the fields, they're next to the wheat and the wheat can get into the oats. So you can have oats, but they have to be certified gluten-free oats that are grown in a certified gluten-free field. Right. Okay. And you would think I would know more about this living in Portland, Oregon, <laughs> where a lot of my friends are gluten-free, but uh, not so much because I'm not dealing with it on a right. personal level. So, so that's really fascinating. So what are some ways to make it easier on ourselves? You should just make a point of trying to cook more foods that are naturally gluten-free. So like, for example, if you're making pasta, you can make gluten-free pasta. Like actually my 14-year-old my likes the gluten-free pasta better than regular pasta now. She's like, wow, what is, yeah, she thinks it tastes better. But I'm saying you can do that or you can make like your noodles out of zucchini noodles or carrot noodles or sweet potato noodles or make like a veggie spiralizer. If you just want to make two separate meals, you can make yourself something else and make regular for the family. But I find 
if you can limit the amount of cross-contamination that you have in your kitchen, it's better. When I cook for the family, so when I cook for Shabbat or I cook for the holidays, everything I cook is gluten-free. Uh-huh. Because I don't want the cross-contamination in my kitchen. Yeah. Okay. So minimize the cross-contamination by having a separate, you know, space for the gluten and make your meals gluten-free meals. Right. Like if they can have gluten with it, like if you're going to serve them, you know, bread, like my kids eat regular challah, but I don't bake it in my kitchen. I buy it for them and I just give it to them on their plate, but I don't cook it because I don't want it like getting into the food that I'm cooking. Right. And like, so I know that there's gluten-free soy sauce and there's regular soy sauce. So if you're making chicken with soy sauce, use the gluten-free one so that you don't have to make two different versions. Correct. I actually use a lot the coconut aminos instead of soy sauce because it tastes like soy sauce and it's gluten-free and it's a little healthier. But the big problem with sauces is really, it's like barbecue sauces and teriyaki sauces and soy sauces. But the bone-sucking brand, which is kosher, is also gluten-free. So I just use the bone-sucking products because they're fantastic and they're readily available in every kosher or every supermarket and they happen to be gluten-free. Got it. Okay, cool. You want me to answer the second half of your question? Please, yeah. And before you do, I'm just going to introduce everybody to my wonderful kids who are not at school yet and are just waking up. So um, yeah, they're super cute and benefits of working from home sometimes. So yeah, go for it. That's okay. My kids constantly run in my videos like all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, that's good. They know me. It's authentic. I really am a mom. It's authentic. I am such a mom. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No, what I wanted to say, the second half of your question is for kids, if you're a parent of a kid that has celiac disease, every place they go is hard for them. So every time they go to a kiddish in the shul, every time they go to a bar mitzvah, every time they go to a birthday party, when they're in school, there are never gluten-free alternatives because everything in those places is full of cross-contamination. Right. Um, And for like things like shul or bar mitzvahs or whatever, I send her with a bag of snacks. Like I know at the youngest one, they always have chips and hummus. Like I'll send her with her own chips in our shul. So I try and like send her with like a bag of something and then a treat, like something special. Like so on Shabbos, I'll always send her in her little bag. Even though I'm a nutritionist, I will send her, you know, with a ring pop or like a winky or something so that she feels like special that she has something when she can't eat everything else. And how does she respond to having the different food and, you know, to your, I mean, it must be hard for her, like you said. It's hard. It's hard. I make my house gluten-free because I feel like there has to be one place that's safe that she can eat everything she wants. She's a little sad about it, but like, I think when you ask, and I think that's the most like important takeaway from this question is like this child of mine, like, in is in public school because she needed services but like the lunch lady i actually ran into the lunch lady at whole foods while i was shopping oh, we were in whole foods shopping and hannah goes that's the lunch lady from school so wow. just because i asked her she told the school we need you know on waffle day we have to have the vans gluten-free waffles available and she got them for her Wow. That's such a good lesson because I think as parents, you know, sometimes when our kids need something or we feel like we need something, it's very vulnerable to ask. And we don't always want to because we don't want to inconvenience other people or we think, oh, it's too much. But that just shows how sometimes it's worth it. Just put it out there. 
because you never know. And in your case, you know, they were able to accommodate in a way that I'm sure makes your daughter feel so much, so right. much better. Yeah. She's like, it's Friday. I get gluten-free waffles. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. So um, she was happy about it. But um, I, I know I told you, but just I'll put it out there is I wrote a book about this. It's coming out on March 10th. Um, it goes more into depth in my book about like how to set up your kitchen for gluten-free and what you should do when you travel and what you should do if there's cross-contamination. It's more in-depth information. It's called the um, Celiac Disease Diet Plan and it's already available for pre-sale now. Yes. So if anybody needs more information about how to set up your kitchen and gluten-free, and it also is a diet plan with 65 recipes. So there are like flour bun recipes and there's dairy recipes and um, meat recipes and everything. And I have to say there are two recipes in the book that they made me put in that are not kosher, but they all have a substitution in them. And for the unkosher recipes, there are substitutions below it that you can follow because they wanted the book to be mainstream. But okay. there are substitutions for both of those two recipes. So there are 63 recipes that are kosher. Uh, if anybody needs more information, that is available now. That's amazing. That's really, really exciting and such an yeah. amazing resource. I'm really excited to check it out and also to, you know, let my friends know and everyone who's watching, yeah. if this is something that you work with, the gluten-free diet, or your friends work with, co-workers, like point them to Jamie's book. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And then Jamie, before we close up, just tell us how everyone can connect with you. Okay, so you can connect with me on my website. It is my name, so www.jamiefightnutrition.com. So jamiefightnutrition.com. Um, you also could find me on Facebook. Jamie Fight Nutrition is my business page or on Instagram at Nutrition by Jamie. I want to give you a link to a PDF, just like a sample of like what I do, all of you as a gift. I'm going to give you like a month of meals. So dinner for the whole week with a shopping list for each week of what to make for dinner for the whole month. That is beautiful. And whether you're gluten-free or not, <laughs> that is a huge resource. You can still use it. Yeah, yes. exactly. So that is beautiful. So everyone, Jamie's giving everybody a gift one month of meals plus a shopping list. So that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Jamie. And it's been so fun to oh, wow. be here with you and chat with you even given all the interruptions but thank you so much and everyone I'm totally with that you totally get it i'm so glad um we are moms this is the jewish mama mashup right so we get to be real and this is as real as it gets <laughs> um yeah so again thanks for being with us everyone thanks for tuning in stay tuned for our next thank interview you. and of course reach out to jamie with any questions or to me all right have a good one Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Two Mom Life podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please remember to rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you would like to learn more about me and my work helping moms feel filled up and in balance, or helping moms integrate family adventures, big and small, into mom life, or to explore how we can work together, visit my website loveadventuremom.com or find me on Facebook and Instagram at the handle loveadventuremom. Till next time, l'chaim to life.